Welcome to the Schwab Market Update podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Keith Lansford, and here's a summary of what happened today, Tuesday, December 26th. Major U.S. stock market indexes continued their steady march higher to start the final week of the year Tuesday, with the S&P 500 index closing in on all-time highs and every one of the 11 S&P sectors posting solid gains. Energy and small caps led the parade Tuesday as crude oil prices climbed amid Middle East tensions. Small caps got a boost from both energy and financial sectors, where the Russell 2000 index has heavy exposure. The broader market continues to benefit from ideas that the Federal Reserve has pivoted toward possible rate cuts next year, while inflation shows signs of easing. Rate-sensitive sectors like financials, real estate, and utilities kept drawing support from five-month lows in the 10-year Treasury note yield, which finished Tuesday below 3.9% after approaching 5% in October. Traditionally, this tends to be a positive season for Wall Street thanks to the so-called Santa Claus effect that includes the last five trading days of the old year and the first two of the new year. However, investors should be careful about complacency during times of thin volume when market moves can often be exaggerated in one direction or the other. That appeared to be the case last Wednesday when major indexes took a dive in the final hour without any dramatic news catalyst. Also, some of the market's prime drivers in the Magnificent Seven appeared to lose steam Tuesday as Apple fell to two-week lows and Microsoft and Amazon also dropped into the red. Energy led all sectors Tuesday thanks to gains in the crude oil market amid intensified worries in the Middle East. Tech and communications services, the sectors that dominate the Magnificent Seven, were in the bottom half of the sector scoreboard. On a positive note, this remains a broad rally that now embraces sectors across the map. As of midday Tuesday, 90% of S&P 500 stocks traded above their 50-day moving averages. Even defensive sectors that struggled earlier this year, like utilities and staples, are included in that mix, with more than 75% of stocks in both those sectors trading above their 50-day averages. A broader rally tends to be a healthier one that indicates strength beyond the largest stocks from a market capitalization standpoint. And in another development supportive of Wall Street, a U.S. Treasury auction of $57 billion in two-year Treasury notes today received solid buying interest. This helped cap Treasury yields across various durations. A $58 billion five-year Treasury note auction is on tomorrow's calendar. Here's where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index was up 20.12 points to 4,774.75, up 0.42%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 159.36 points at 37,545.33, up 0.2%. And the NASDAQ Composite was up 81.6 points to 15,074.57, up 0.54% to start the week. The 10-year Treasury note yield was down a basis point to 3.895%, and the SIBO Volatility Index of the VIX was down 0.38% to 12.98. Small-cap stocks continue to outpace their larger cousins, a common theme lately. The Russell 2000 Index rose Tuesday following six weeks of gains. 
Financials and real estate sectors were among the strongest S&P 500 performers during the session, and the Russell 2000 has a heavy exposure to financials. In other markets, the U.S. dollar index extended its recent slide and now trades at five-month lows, reflecting ideas that potentially lower interest rates may prompt investors to seek higher returns elsewhere. With just three trading days left in 2023, the S&P 500 and other major equity benchmarks are poised to turn in a strong year that more than make up for 2022's losses. With Tuesday's gains factored in, the S&P 500 is closing in on its all-time high close just below 4,800 posted in early 2022. Through Tuesday, the S&P 500 was up more than 24% for the year after tumbling 19.4% in 2022. The Dow Jones Industrial Average and the Nasdaq Composite were up 13% and 44% respectively after losing 8.8% and 33% in 2022. As far as stocks on the move, Intel climbed more than 5% after Israel granted the chipmaker $3.2 billion to build a new $25 billion chip plant, according to Reuters. Raise Bio shares doubled to $61.40 a share after Bristol-Myers Squibb announced a $4.1 billion deal to buy the radio pharmaceutical manufacturer. Bristol-Myers Squibb disclosed plans just last week to acquire schizophrenia drug maker Carina Therapeutics and finished down nearly 2% today. FedEx gained nearly 2% after announcing a $1 billion accelerated stock buyback program this morning. And Apple shares finished down less than 1% after the Biden administration declined to overturn a ban on the sale of certain Apple watches by the U.S. International Trade Commission related to a patent dispute. Apple filed a federal appeal Tuesday to overturn the ruling. As befits what's expected to be one of the lightest trading weeks of the year, data are limited in coming days. Still, there was a burst of U.S. housing market news to start the day Tuesday, and it appeared to paint a picture of continued strength. However, a widely watched MasterCard survey indicated Tuesday that interest rate-sensitive shoppers hunting for markdowns put a dent in fourth-quarter retail sales totals during the heaviest days of holiday spending. First, housing. The S&P CoreLogic K-Shiller 20-City Home Price Index climbed 4.9% year-over-year in October, the biggest jump since November of 2022, and up from 3.9% in September. It was in line with analysts' expectations, according to Trading Economics. As that site notes, housing prices continue to draw support from light existing home supplies, but that dynamic may be starting to change thanks in part due to recent lower mortgage rates stemming from hopes for Fed rate cuts in 2024. Increased supplies might normally imply pricing pressures to come, and that's arguably possible. However, a combination of pent-up demand and more manageable rates might continue propping up home prices in the coming months. The median price for existing home sales climbed 4% year-over-year in November to nearly 390000 the National Association of Realtors, or NAR, said last week, the fifth consecutive annual rise. Home prices keep marching higher, said NAR Chief Economist Lawrence Yun in a press release. 
only a dramatic rise in supply will dampen price appreciation. Meanwhile, MasterCard Spending Pulse reported that U.S. retail sales rose 3.1% year-over-year between November 1st and Christmas Eve, with online sales growth more than double bricks-and-mortar results and restaurant spending well beyond grocery. However, Reuters reported that MasterCard's totals, which aren't adjusted for inflation, came in lower than the 3.7% increase it forecast back in September, and well below 2022's 7.6% rise. Tomorrow's data calendar looks relatively empty, but things pick up Thursday with U.S. initial weekly jobless claims, November retail and wholesale inventories, and pending home sales. Earnings news is absent this week, with no S&P 500 companies planning to report. Next week is expected to feature quarterly results from Walgreens Boots Alliance and ConAgra. There's also a scattering of overseas data ahead, none perhaps more essential than this coming weekend's report on China's official NBS manufacturing and non-manufacturing PMIs. Trading economics reports the consensus for NBS manufacturing PMI now stands at 49.5, up from 49.4 in November, but still below the 50 rating that indicates expansion. China's struggles played a major role shaping 2023 and are likely one factor keeping crude oil prices in check. Relatively cheap oil likely made the Fed's job easier, but if China rebounds in 2024 and crude demand surges, it could make the fight against inflation a bit trickier. Investors likely will continue to watch for clues to the path of the economy and interest rates in 2024. Market indicators suggest investors expect the Fed to lower its benchmark funds rate five to six times next year by a quarter point each. But many analysts believe that's a little too aggressive. Late Tuesday, futures trading pegged 85.5% odds the Federal Open Market Committee will hold its benchmark funds target unchanged at 5.25% to 5.5% following its January 30th and 31st meeting, according to the CME FedWatch tool. The market prices in a 71.3% chance the funds rate will be a quarter point lower after the Fed's March meeting. This has been the Schwab Market Update Podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a reading or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update tomorrow. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash market update podcast.